Welcome to episode 43 of How About the Huskies. I'm Connor and I'm joined tonight by Matt and Andrew and the day is finally here. Like tomorrow, today, when you're seeing this video, it's UConn basketball season, November 6th. The season tips off Northern Arizona, 630 tomorrow night at Gamble Pavilion. Here tonight, we're just going to preview the game a little bit. There's not much to say about NAU. Obviously, they finished, I believe, ninth in their conference last year out west. But it's really focusing on UConn, obviously, the health of Donovan Klingon we'll get into in a second. First, I just want to hear, what are you guys, you guys excited? I mean, we've waited a long time. Obviously, not as a bunch of teams waited a lot longer because we they didn't make the title game last year. But how excited are you guys for the season? I know I'm pumped. It's just a breath of fresh air, honestly. I'm really excited just to know, even if we're playing Northern Arizona like we are tomorrow, just to see the guys back in action, you know, kind of be able to jump back into it and, you know, see where this team takes us, you know, hopefully back to where we were last year. Yeah, I mean, like Matt just said, it's a breath of fresh air. I was just saying before we we went on, and now that we're going to be recording uh, probably at least once a week, if not maybe like once every two weeks, but now life feels normal again, you know. Obviously, the national championship, the parade was awesome. But then there's just that null in the summer where there's just summer baseball. And now the less fun NBA is back, the NHL is back, but college basketball is a staple. And now that I get to wear this hat everywhere I go, um, I'm just so excited that, that UConn basketball is back. It's my favorite thing in the entire world. And I just I'm I'm thrilled that we're we're back. I really I'm so happy. Yeah, I agree with you with that NBA take, but I've watched a couple of Pelicans games. Jordan Hawkins is getting some run. He played like almost 40 minutes a couple of times. They've been a little banged up. He's going to be really good. He, the shooters, they stick in the league, but this isn't a Jordan Hawkins preview. This is a UConn versus NAU preview. And like I mentioned, the big story here is Donovan Klingon, who I personally, I feel like you guys can agree. We didn't really expect him to be suiting up for this first one or these first couple with his foot injury. But Danny Hurley said today they had a, a presser up in stores that he expects Klingon to go, barring any setbacks. He's not going to play much. He probably wasn't going to play much even if he was fully healthy. But I'd imagine around 10 minutes or so just to get his feet wet against competition, especially apparently he's been practicing for a week now. So he's looked good. The players and coaches have said he's looked good, like he hasn't missed a beat. So if he's good, I mean, why not use him? But don't don't be stupid don't waste this don't play him for like half the game when he hurts his foot aggravates it it'd be dumb just play smart yeah I feel like they're really just kind of building them up here getting them back to you know where he was um you know just a few minutes five to ten minutes tomorrow just seems necessary just to kind of you know get him back into playing shape you know get him back into playing sort of action those movements get him comfortable again um I don't assume he plays much but uh, when he does play, I expect them to kind of, you know, go towards him and, you know, kind of give him a lot of the offense. So I, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I bet I'll bet he gets in the starting lineup, you know, just because he was a big part of last year's team and the crowd will go crazy when they call his name for the first time being a starter, I believe. Yeah, because Sonogo started all the games last year. But I, I'll bet he'll start. He'll play for a little bit. But this will be this will be the Samson Johnson game. I feel like Samson's going to get a lot of run because there's still, in my opinion, there's still a giant question mark exclamation point next to his name. Like you know that emoji where there's a question mark and the exclamation point. There's that right next to his name because obviously we're excited to see him fully healthy this year for the first time but we still have no idea what he's actually capable of. Now, I personally think that he's going to be real good for us this year, but 
it's still really on the table. And with Donovan's injury, I feel like it's still lingering. I feel like these first couple of games against, you know, Stonehill, NAU, Manhattan, I believe is another one. Um, he could he could see some run in those, but I am I am ex- I really hope they do start him because I feel like we need his energy in in the building for the opener tomorrow. But I I don't think he'll play a lot. I think Hurley will be smart with him, but he'll he'll start for sure. I think. Yeah, I feel like you look at Samson. Apparently, he's been really good in these secret scrimmages against Harvard and Virginia. We don't get box scores or anything, but from word of mouth from Hurley, he's been good. I remember he was good last year in the preseason secret scrimmages as well. So hopefully we get a full season or at least a big portion of a full season of Samson Johnson healthy to see that potential. And I feel like we're going to see all 12 guys play a their fair amount tomorrow. Obviously, as the season goes on, the rotation is going to be nine, maybe even eight guys. Cause that's just how it went last year. That's how Hurley does it. But I, there's no reason for guys like Yusuf Singare, Apostolos, Rumaglu to not play double digit minutes tomorrow just to see what they got. I mean, those are two guys that have a lot of potential. And even if they don't see the floor too much, I think just the experience against competition like this, they, maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe Apostolos will make a couple of threes and he'll be in the rotation against Indiana. Who knows? Yeah, and this definitely feels like a new thing as well. I mean, if you look back to years past, we've, you know, honestly had to kind of sweat out some halves of these games, especially against like Central Connecticut and games like uh, like that where we've come into the season, you know, maybe a little slow. But this is definitely a luxury to have uh, 10 players who can come in and play these minutes and, you know, get these starters some rest and these sort of buy games. And, you know, it's, it's definitely it's definitely great. Yeah, I'm excited to see some of the freshmen like Jaden Ross, solo ball. Obviously, we know Stefan Castle is supposed to be really good. He's going to be a starter tomorrow, barring a surprise that everyone isn't expecting. Obviously, I said ball, Ross, Jalen Stewart, too. He's another guy who may not, maybe kind of fighting for a rotation spot. I mean, there's a lot of good freshmen, but there's not a lot of places on the bench to get to get minutes. I mean, Stewart and Ross, I feel like, are almost going head-to-head for that backup, like, 3-4 position. I, it'll be interesting to see. And I think we're going to we're gonna do some players to watch. Obviously, there's every player we want to watch, see how they do. But I feel like the guy I'm especially interested in is Tristan Newton. This is his first year, really, as the lead guy on offense, I feel like, on the guard-slash-wing position. Last year, Jordan Hawkins was that main scorer, and Andre Jackson was there to facilitate. Now it's really the Tristan Newton show, and I feel like he's certainly more than capable of handling it. I've seen – I've we saw it last year at national title game. He had 19 points. In the, some of the practices and scrimmages I've seen so far in the offseason, he's just taken charge, driving to the basket, shooting threes, doing it all. I feel like he's definitely a guy to watch for me, a guy that can easily put up 20 points every night. I feel like he can average 15 points per game this season. Yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely going to be a guy to watch, but I feel like he's a guy that will get pulled early a little bit so that this guy can go in, and that's solo ball. I think this is this is going to be the game where he solidifies himself. Well, not solidifies. Not Let me not say that. Well, really, he'll show the crowd and all these – all these fans, who he really is, you know, because people, people were really high on us. We got Castle and then we got Ross and I feel like ball committed, man, like a, maybe a week after Ross did somewhere around there and people were like, Oh yeah, he's just bringing his team late. Like cool. Um, but Ross was kind of like the big name cause he was the Yukon lock, but I feel like solo ball kind of went a little bit under everybody's vision 
Um, but I feel like this is going to really be the game where he, where he goes for at least 10 to 12 points and shows off all his skills and shows himself who he is to everybody in store. So Solo will be my guy to watch for tomorrow night's game. I'm going to go with a bit of an obvious pick here. I'm going to go with Klingon. I'm just really curious to see uh, what kind of minutes he gets, what kind of action he gets tomorrow, how healthy is he, uh, what, what should we expect going forward. I'm just very curious to see how Hurley puts him out there, see how he uses him, see how many minutes he gets. Just see, you know, just a little, if it's a taste, if he's out there for 30 minutes, uh, just see how that recovery is going along. Yeah, I feel I'm not too too informed on the size of NAU, but I doubt they have anyone close to the 7-2, Klingon. So in his few minutes, he's going to be out there. He's going to stick out. He's going to dominate. I feel like we saw that. Obviously, we all know Zach Eady with Purdue last year, how he dominated his competition every game. I feel like we're going to see a lot of that with Klingon this year, especially in these minor games against like NAU, against Stonehill on Saturday, all these all these opponents that don't have the size to even get close to guarding him. And we're going to, I just had this idea. This is a shorter episode, but we got to add some content to it. Sports betting is a huge thing right now in the, in all, all the sports world, college basketball too. According to ESPN, the line for this one is UConn favored by 25 and a half points. So do you guys think UConn wins? You cover that spread. Do you think they win by 26 or more? I personally I'm on the fence. I feel like that's a good spot. It's tough to blow out teams, even if you're the caliber of UConn, especially the first game. I want to say they barely get it, but it's going to be right around that mark, in my opinion. I don't know. It's it's weird. Like It seems obvious, obviously, that we're going to win. But, you know, once once the second half comes along and you've got probably, honestly, at some point, we probably will see a freshman, like, a freshman rotation out there. Honestly, like I'd be willing to think that, but a team like NAU is just going to try to score and score. Now, obviously, they know they're not going to win, but I just I don't think last year we really blew anybody out by more than thirty points. I don't believe you know, maybe we did. Maybe um my memory stinks, but I I don't know. I just feel like I don't I don't know if I could take that spread. It feels like the uh, the companies are trying to trick you there and make you believe that it's going to happen but it's not so i i don't i don't know honestly it's a really tough decision for me but i'm gonna i'm just gonna go with no i'm also gonna say no just due to the fact that this is a brand new team we have so many new guys coming in uh it takes time you know you gotta learn you gotta learn to know your personnel and i think you know this first few games are kind of just what that's for i feel like this is the buffer period where you figure things out the guys figure out you know who they're comfortable with, who they feel comfortable passing to, how they feel going up the court, how they feel in what sets. And I feel like we'll take a big lead early, but I feel like ultimately towards the end of the game, Hurley will bring in guys just to bring them in, Rumaglue, even maybe his own son, just to, you know, get them some minutes, see what's up. But I don't think we do. I think we win by right around there. I'd say like 23 points. I'd say we win by 23. Yeah, I figured, I feel like we can do this for every game this season. It'll be kind of fun. Obviously, this episode, we're pretty much done. We've only been going for, what, 10 minutes or so, less than 15 minutes. But like I said, there's not much to talk about yet. We haven't seen any action. NAU, there's – I mean, I could I could do research on NAU and have a 30-minute preview, but that's not worth any of our time. I say this, and we're going to lose to NAU, and it will be worth our time. But 
Yeah, tomorrow the banner. Tonight, if you're watching the banner, the gates open at five, doors open, I suppose. Doors open at five. The banner celebration is at six and the game's at six thirty. So if you're going to Gamble, try to get there early. It's gonna be packed. I assume I saw it's nearly sold out. It'll be sold out by game time. Everyone wants to see the banner, the fifth banner in the rafters at Gamble Pavilion. It's certainly certainly worth the trip if you're if you're on the fence of making it you don't hopefully we see these days often but you're probably not going to it's been nine years since the last time that happened for the huskies so yeah i think that's pretty much it unless you guys got anything else i mean quick episode i feel like this first first episode of this regular season is going to be a quick one but we'll have some longer ones in the future it'll be a recap and a preview so it'll be mixed but yeah i guess thanks for watching episode 43 you should We'll Hold try on. to do it. Oh, you got something? Go ahead. Yeah, I got one more thing to say, just real quick. So, obviously, everybody watching this is happy that uh, UConn basketball is back in Sorway, but we are also thrilled to be back for our second season of doing this. You know, nearly a year ago now, probably, we were just four kids, you know, thinking about starting a podcast, and through everybody here's support, we were able to get sponsorships. We were able to get people like Adama Sonogo, Isaiah Whaley, RJ Cole, Tyler Polly, and I'm definitely forgetting someone, Calcaterra on. And I just want to say thank you for everybody's support. And we are we are thrilled to be back for our second season, uploading more content for you guys. So that's that's just a really big moment for us, you know, getting through our first year, working out some things, and now we're back better and better and ever. Is that the saying? I don't care. We're back for our second season. We couldn't be more happy to do it for you guys. Yeah, definitely. Exactly what he said. I mean, I remember the reason I started it. I was dry, I was at the opener last year for Stonehill. I'm driving home talking to myself about the game. I was like, this could be something. I could like post this. And I'm sure other people want to talk about it too. I reached out, you you guys, and of course, Sark, who can't be with us tonight, were interested. Look where we are now. I mean, every season we've done this, they've won the national championship. I, I don't exactly. imagine that stopping. So, yeah, thanks for watching episode 43. We're going to try our best to do an episode. We should be able to after this game before the next. And, yeah, thanks for watching.